As a business and leadership mentor, wife, and mom, I know that building a legacy business as a high-performing female entrepreneur can be overwhelming when you play many demanding roles in your life. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a powerful, high performer in your career, plus enjoy a fulfilling marriage and be a great mom all at the same time. Join me and my guests every week to get the inside scoop on what it really looks like to build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. Hey, hey, it's Megan. Welcome back to the Built to Last show. We are here with another solo episode. I believe we've had two solo episodes in a two episodes, two weekly solo episodes in a row. I'm not saying that correctly. I think you get it though. We went on quite a spree with interviews and I wanted to come on and do a few solo episodes. We have a couple more interviews coming up in the next few weeks. And then we're going to do some more solo episodes. So I would love to hear from you. Send me a message on Instagram or Facebook, whatever is easiest for you. And let me know what topics you would love for me to share. It can be anything in the category of business, health, relationships, or life. I would love to hear what's on your mind. What does your future look like? Where do you desire some support and guidance and direction? What's really top of mind for you? as you continue to journey through the year of 2023. So send me a private message and let me know what topic you would love to hear us cover here for solo episodes uh, in the next couple of months. I would love to hear from you. Today, our topic is around what steps would you take if you knew your business was going to triple next week? What would you put in place to ensure you could handle the growth. Now, rapid growth is something that probably every single one of us has said that we desire. And, you know, just pop on Facebook or Instagram, any social media site, and just about every person who is teaching or coaching or mentoring on some sort of business category, they're talking about hyper growth or rapid growth or you know, going from $10,000 a month to $80,000 a month, from $250,000 years to $250,000 quarters, $100,000 days, million dollar deals. Uh, I, I, see, I see a plethora of posts in that world every single day when I hop onto social media just to check it out and see what's going on. And there are so many things that are not discussed. So where did where where did this topic come from? Yesterday, at the time of this recording, this was yesterday, I was on a panel discussion for a summit that I was part of. And, you know, we have the summit where all the all of our calls, I think there were 30 of us, they were pre-recorded. They're all going out right now to the audience who signed up for it. And then the speakers could register to be on a panel. We were given a few different categories of panel discussion options, and I chose this one. It was so funny when we popped onto the panel Zoom and the faces started popping up of who was on the panel. There were five of us. All but one of us knew each other really well, had been in programs together, and or we were our friends. We had been clients of one another's. A couple of people had been my client. And it was really cool to be on a panel. And it was a surprise. None of us knew the other people on the panel. 
So it's really awesome to see familiar faces because we had such, such synergy, what everyone shared, it was like, we were each sharing a piece of the same exact puzzle. And by the end of the panel, we had built this puzzle together for the audience around this question. If your business triples next week, what steps would you take to make sure you can handle the growth? And I wanted to share that with you all. I'm not going to share every single thing that every panelist said. You'll get the gist of it. And then, of course, I'll share with you what I provided to the audience on that panel discussion. There is such a hype around rapid growth. And it's possible. It's very possible to grow with speed, with stealth, with precision. And... You can also experience rapid growth many times, multiple times. You may not always experience rapid growth in succession. You may have periods of time in your business where there's a lull or a slowdown. Sometimes there's even a step back for a little while. It just depends on the environment. It depends on a lot of different variables and factors going on with the economy, with the industry, with your life, with you, so on and so forth. And you know, depending on what season you're you're entering into, I want to share these six items with you today, ultimately to help equip you with the armor and knowledge and wisdom and education that you truly need in order to withstand rapid growth if that is what you are asking for. And it's the season that you are walking into next. Another thing I'll share before I dive into the six items that I'm going to provide to you, I shared this on the panel discussion yesterday. It was the very end. We had we had each shared and answered pan, uh, audience questions, and the moderator said, is there anything else, any final words in like 60 seconds you want to share? And I said, yes. You know, a lot of people in the audience were newer to business. And I know the listeners to this podcast, some of you may be newer to business and others I know are veteran business owners. You've been doing this for a long time and you have very successful businesses and we have everything in between here. But I wanted to share with that audience and and regardless of what level of business you're at, I want to be really clear about something. After being in in this coaching and education space for the last 11 years, going on 12 years, something that I have noticed as a participant in group coaching programs and in masterminds, I've worked with hundreds of my own clients. So I hear a lot and, you know, I have a lot of peers, friends, and colleagues. Something that I've noticed is that a lot of business coaching programs, you know, the people in the program are the company owners. Just like you, if you're listening to this, you probably own your business. You're the business owner. You're the entrepreneur. You're the CEO. And a lot of the curriculum in group coaching programs, courses, and masterminds, even when you attend live events, what you're being trained to do as a CEO is really you're the job of a, a, another team member on your team, whether that would be the chief operating officer or an integrator or an executive assistant or an online business manager or a high-end virtual assistant or a marketing manager. And we get into these programs, we're being told or you're being told what to do based on the track record of what the leader of that program did. So they're 
laying out for you. Here are the all here are all the things that I did. Now you go do them without telling you or showing you or mentoring you or guiding you on how to think, how to feel. And then based on that, what action that you should be taking. So to, in my opinion, and there's there's a number of reasons, but in my opinion, one of the reasons why we see such low success rates in coaching programs and in online education-based programs is because and I think it's around like five to 10% of people are actually successful or get the results that are being promised in the program. It's because the other 90% of the people in the program probably shouldn't be doing the same exact thing in the same exact order that the leader of that coaching program did. Plus, they don't know the mindset behind it. They might not be, maybe they're not being equipped with the leadership skills in that program. So if you are being guided to do certain things and take certain actions and have certain practices or set certain things up in your company, but it's not in your wheelhouse, it's not in your skill set, it doesn't align with your personality, it makes no sense based on the, the part of the journey that you're in, then you, I, want you, I want to invite you and encourage you to be very, very discerning about what's really going to work for you. Now, that being said, this, is a, this turned into a, a few minutes of a conversation on the panel discussion we were on. And that is that, well, if I'm not going to do it, who is going to do it? And again, depending on where you're at, I'm not suggesting that everybody go hire a full-time team and pay people full-time employee salaries. But I am suggesting for you to take a look at where you are with your journey, where are you at with your finances, where are you at with your cash flow? What are you doing that's draining your energy? And who do you need to be, bring on board? What skill sets do they specifically need to have? What are your weaknesses? Because you want to hire someone whose strengths are your weaknesses. And what can you get off of your plate so that you can really drive the growth of your company and be in the proper seat in your own business? And I'll just connect the dots here and we'll move on to the six points I want to make. Are you in programs and are you being guided to do certain practices in your business that you honestly have no business doing because it isn't aligned with your skill set, your strengths, your personality, your gifts, your talents, but it is something that needs to be done. So we've got a lot of coaching programs out there in the business category that are working with CEOs and business owners, but what's being taught and trained is really the job that a COO or an integrator or a VA or an EA or whatever you want to label them, the person who's in the day-to-day op, like managing the day-to-day operations and details of the business and getting in the weeds of your business. So where I see a lot of entrepreneurs getting caught up. And if that's where you're getting caught up, that's one of the reasons why you are not experiencing the, the degree of growth that you're capable of or that's possible for you. So let's go ahead and dive into the six points I want to make. What steps would you take to make sure you can handle the growth if your business tripled next week. So uh, this is kind of actually in the order that you would want to do it. And then ultimately you're doing all these at one time. So the first point is focus on your leadership and your mindset. What is going to be able to sustain rapid growth in your business? I mean, first of all, what's going to give it to you in the first place typically And what's going to allow you to sustain it long-term without burning out, without crashing and burning, without tearing it all down, without having to press pause for a really long time? 
then it's you equipping yourself with the leadership skills and develop yourself as a leader of a company and a leader of people, meaning a team, the leader of clients and the leader of yourself. So you can really self-manage that is going to be ongoing. And also what I would put in the same category as leadership is mindset and really working on your end game beliefs. So when you imagine your company and you, because you've guided the company here and you are already at triple growth. So we're going to step into the future, whether that is a week from now, a month from now, or a year from now, go ahead and, and take yourself there. What are your end game beliefs that you have about already being there? And be also very in tune with the feelings that those thoughts and beliefs create for you. And we're really looking for feelings of certainty, confidence, excitement, expansion, love, joy, things in that world. So number one is equip yourself with the leadership development, personal development, and mindset and beliefs that will get you there, number one, and then allow you to sustain it and maintain it and continue to grow without burning out and and crashing. Number two, ensure that you have your own personal system in place to take care of yourself and protect your energy. Part of this is know yourself really well and self-manage. So this is similar to the leadership and the mindset category, but you can work on your mindset all day long. You can work on your leadership all day long, but we want to back it up with the right actions. And oftentimes when we're experiencing rapid growth fast in a really short period of time, this is where we see a lot of entrepreneurs sacrificing their own health and well-being, sacrificing time with their family, sacrificing time with God, sacrificing their workouts, sacrificing eating meals, healthy meals throughout the day, sacrificing time to just think and be creative and be in an imaginative space, sacrificing time to get out in nature. And when I go into a company and typically I'm, I'm brought in as a consultant and I also have a business partner that I do some of this with as well. We are brought into companies that are already doing millions of dollars a year, million plus a year with a team. And the CEO is stretched thin, burned out, completely drained. And they are in the weeds and details and day-to-day operations of their business. And it frankly just become a really bad habit at this point. It's just something that they're naturally doing now every single day because that's what they've always done. Or they've done it for a long enough period of time that it's really turned to a habit. And it's not that the CEO doesn't know. It's not like you or I don't know. It's important to take care of ourselves. But the the key is create a system around that. What do you want your morning routine to look like? What time of day are you going to work out? When are you going to get outside in nature and take your shoes off and put your feet in the sand or your feet in the grass? When are you going to take your lunch break? And What are you going to eat and where are you going to have that lunch? Because it certainly shouldn't be behind your computer at your desk. When are you going to stretch? When are you going to get massages? When are you going to go to the chiropractor? Uh, When are you going to do the things that you know really serve you emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually? Because if that is deprived for any length of time, you will experience depletion, which then creeps into adrenal fatigue, burnout, exhaustion for women and sometimes men too, thyroid problems, hormonal imbalances. 
So what is that system for you to take care of yourself and to protect your energy? And then moving on to number three, because one, two, and three are all connected, clearly identify the activities that drain your energy. Get out a sheet of paper and make a list. What are the things you're doing that are draining your energy? Also make a list of the things that give you energy. And then look at what percentage of your time on a weekly basis are you spending in the things that drain your energy category versus the things that give you energy category. And when we come in as consultants, we typically see that the CEO is spending 80% of their time in activities that drain their energy and 20% of their time in activities that give them energy. So it's really lopsided. And that's why they are starting to really experience being stretched too thin, really burned out, exhausted, already having some physical ailments and problems and pains, and literally are like, I'm not having fun anymore. This is not what I signed up for. How do I, how do, what do I have to do? Like, I got to get out of this. For all the activities that are draining your energy, this is where you want to delegate them and then set boundaries to protect your time and space. And the boundaries piece really goes with number two, which is creating that system to take care of yourself and protect your energy. You have to set boundaries around that because people, everybody's going to try to, everybody on your team is going to want to talk to you. Clients are going to want to talk to you. People out in the community are going to want to talk to you on their time. And when people come to you with their problems or their ideas or something that is urgent for them, oftentimes we will make ourselves believe that, well, now it's now it's my problem to solve. Uh, now it's my urgency. So what do we do? We want to please people. We want to make sure everybody likes us. We want to make sure we don't miss out on an opportunity. We want to always be a giver. We want to lead with our heart. We want to show up. So then slowly over time, we just start saying, oh, well, let me just not do my workout this one time and go have this call. Or, oh, let me, um, I've told myself I'm not going to start my calls until 10 a.m., but they the only time they can talk is 8 a.m. on a Tuesday. So I guess I'm just not going to do what I usually do, and I'm going to go have that call at 8. And now it's 5 o'clock, and all you've done is be on calls all day, and you haven't taken care of yourself at all. And this is so typical. I don't see this with just one person. I see this with nearly everybody who I have worked with when I come in, that is what's actually going on. So those three things, let me recap them first because they're in the personal development category. Number one is elevate your leadership and your mindset because the position in your company is going to change. Number two, develop a system to take care of yourself and protect your energy. And number three, clearly identify the activities that drain your energy and those that give you energy. And then delegate the things you're doing that are draining your energy, plus set boundaries to protect your time and space. And I'll be clear about what a boundary is. A boundary always involves other people. It could also involve just you with yourself. A boundary isn't a boundary unless it's been clearly communicated verbally to folks that it needs to be communicated with. Because if you're not communicating with them what the boundary is, you don't have a boundary because they don't know about it. So they're always going to try to cross it. Okay, let's get into some of the business pieces. Uh, This will be four, five, and six. If your business were going to triple next week, what steps would you take to make sure you can handle the growth? So moving into some of the business pieces, number one, put a project management system in place. There are so many platforms out there. I'll just share with you what I use because I like its functionality and it's, it's simple and it's easy for me to use. I love Asana. Other people may use ClickUp, UpBase, uh, Airtable, Monday. 
There are a lot of project management tools and systems out there, but find something that truly is a project management, task management tool, not a communication tool. And then if you want to also use the project management system as a communication tool with your team, because it has that functionality, you can do that too. But what we don't want to do is use a communication tool like Voxer or Slack or email or uh, private messaging or cell phone numbers. Those are communication tools. Those are not project management or task management tools. But if your business is tripling, you're going to have more moving parts and pieces. And there will be daily routines that you and whoever you have on your team or however many people it is, there are just routines that happen every single day and every single week. They're repeatable. Then you'll have projects. Some are short-term. Some are evergreen. Some are one-time, but they're long-term. So you'll have different types of projects. And you've got multiple people who are usually involved in making one project happen. And so we want to have a project management system so that our team can pull that task list up every single day. They know exactly what to do and they can close it out by the end of the day. They can update their status. So is it beginning or is it in progress? Is it complete? It can be spot checked. People and um, systems become much more easy for someone to manage and lead and guide when there's a project management tool in place. Or else the alternative is people are just keeping it in their heads. And then you as a CEO have no idea what's going on. And then you're worried. And now you're thinking about it all the time. And now that sucks you into the weeds and details and daily operations of your business. So project management system is key to be able to withstand rapid growth. Number five is set up a client management system. If your business is tripling, then more than likely you are elevating the number of clients that you are now serving. And if you're listening to this, you may have some sort of education or coaching based or teaching or training business or consulting business of some kind. And you really want to be able to keep up with that with your clients and what phase of the program or client journey are they in. And your client management system can also have a lot of automation involved. It could be tracking your sales conversations. If you have an application process in place, it would house those. Uh, it would house whether or not the person has been accepted into the program. Intake forms. So when your client first starts working with you or you have them fill out an intake form, it would all be part of the, of the client management system. Feed, collecting feedback from them, collecting testimonials for them, keeping notes on your clients, uh, exit interviews, and the timing at which that needs to happen for each one of your clients. If you're just keeping this in spreadsheets or Google Docs or in journals or your head, it's or all those things I just said, plus there's a lot more, are just living in Dropbox, in Slack, in Google Docs, in email, all over the place, in spreadsheets, in journals. And you've got you know, you and more people on your team, even if it's just you and another person, that starts to become extremely hard to manage and keep up with. And then what you'll notice happening is a lot of things will fall through the cracks. Now, why it's so important to have a project management system in place is because that's really helping your team be incredibly successful and operate at an A plus level. It's also supporting your brand and the reputation of your brand. Same thing with a client management system. If your business is going to triple overnight, the most important thing is that your team is supported and you are supported and your clients are having an incredible experience. And you really want to over communicate with them. You know, the onboarding system, 
must also be part of that client management system. And the onboarding system really becomes the most important part of that client experience. You want to over-communicate with people because as long as you're doing a phenomenal job of delivering what you sold, your business is going to continue to triple over and over and over and over again. And that really does become your best marketing. And then finally, number six, remember I said earlier, you're you're probably thinking, well, I don't want to manage this project management system and I don't want to manage the client management system. Great. I don't want you to either, especially if that's not your skill set. If it's your skill set in your wheelhouse, awesome. So for instance, it is mine. So I do do those things, but not, I mean, that's not every CEO or business owner is going to do those things. And in fact, very few of them are going to be really good at those things. So if you're super visionary, super creative, and and what we're talking about here uh, is just not up your alley, then you want to have number six, which is a well-trained all-in team member who can manage the project management system, who can function inside of it, who can make sure anybody else on your team is utilizing it properly. Uh, you want to have that team member also be able to manage your client management system and improve it, make tweaks to it deliver what they need to deliver to you to update you on things. Uh, think strategically about it. This does not mean you need to have two, three, four, five team members just to handle those two things. It really just depends on your company, you, the growth trajectory you're on, the needs that you're at, whatever phase or stage of business growth that you're in. But you could actually have one person who could handle all of that for you. The key is they need to be the right person with the right personality, the right skill set. Their strengths are your weaknesses, and they also have to be well-trained, which means they have to be set up for success. And this is something that I'm noticing when I come into companies. I work with a lot of teams, and when I start interviewing the team members and communicating with them, what I'm finding is they were never set up for success upon joining the company. So we want to make sure that your team members are set up for success on day one and that that continues on as long as they're with your company and that they are very well trained and that you are in communication with them too. We can't just hire people and unleash them to just go do their work without them communicating with you at all. They need to know your vision. They need to know your expectations. They need to know timelines. Uh, they They need to be inspired by you. In fact, they need your creativity and they're going to have some of their own, but they need it from you as well. This person would be somebody who is in the weeds of your business. They are in the details of your business. They are in the day-to-day operations of your business. So it can take you out of that because if you're in it, then your, you know, your business triples and it's actually going to stall out and probably slide backwards. If you are in the day-to-day operations, details and weeds of your business, You want to remove yourself from that because then your role becomes really being the ultimate leader of your company and building your assets, being the visionary and thinking really creatively. So if your business was going to triple next week, what steps would you take to make sure that you can handle the growth? I'll do a quick recap here. Number one, elevate your leadership and mindset. Number two, have a system in place to take care of yourself and protect your energy. Number three, make sure you identify activities you're engaging in that are draining you ones that are giving you life and how much time you're spending in the two, start delegating the activities that are draining you and set boundaries plus communicate those boundaries to the right people to protect your time and space. Number four, set up a project management system. Number five, set up a client management system. And number six, 
have at least one well-trained all-in team member who can manage the day-to-day details, operations, and be in the weeds of your business, make sure they're well-trained and make sure that you are setting them up for success so that they can be an A player for you. So if you are embarking on tripling your growth in the next you know, couple of weeks, next few months, within the next year, this will really help you set yourself up for success and maybe even share this with a team member or a colleague. So if you love today's episode, if you got great value from it, definitely leave us a review and share your comments and let us know what you learned, what you got out of this. And if you loved it, if you can think of anybody else, friends, family, clients, colleagues, your peers who would really benefit from hearing this conversation, be sure to share it with them. This is the only way, not the only way, but it's the main way. Really, you are the main way for us to increase our listenership and to get our content in the ears and minds and lives of more business owners just like you. So we so appreciate you and thank you for leaving your comments and reviews and sharing this out with other people. And like I said at the beginning of the episode, shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook and I will personally respond to you. I would love to hear any topic ideas from you that you would love for me to cover in the next couple of weeks or months. And we'll make sure we add it to our show list. So until next time, remember to design a business and life that is built to last. Thank you so much for tuning into the Built to Last show. If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.